I have so much to catch up with. Okay, how about you just go and I'll just sit here and pick my nose. I know. I think I should do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take my second nap today while you just gurgitate your week. And I'll, I'll pipe in with a couple. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll text my five boyfriends while you're recording. I know. You got all these dudes. <laughs> okay. Now my daughter's listening now. So I'm like, ah, Audrey. Oh, hello, Audrey. <laughs> yes, she's listening. She even asked, when's the next pod, mom? Are you hiding them from me now? And I'm like, no, I'm not hiding. Because she didn't know I was on match. She's just like, so I was kind of missing you, mom. And I felt like hearing your voice. And I, oh, I'll just listen to my mom's pod. And she's like, oh. <laughs> She's on match, mom. But she was like, I get it, mom. It's okay. None of my kids are judgy. They're all like, yeah, whatever, mom. Whatever makes you happy, mom. So they're good. They're cool. It's cool. Today is Easter. We actually are recording on a Sunday. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. I tell Audrey, who's listening, (laughs) tell your father and his whore. (laughs) I said, happy Easter's. (laughs) Yes. Happy Easter's. Easter. I'm a good person. <laughs> Tell your father and his whore. I said that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we skipped last week. I was visiting my dad again. Right. And by the way, I had a great visit. <gasps> that is so amazing. I know I haven't even asked you. It was really good. It was actually better than the last. Wow. We ended up skipping last week recording, yeah. or not last week, actually two weeks ago. So we are an episode behind, but I was up visiting my dad. And so we ended up just, let's catch up the next time. However, late last night, as we're messaging, and then we had a quick phone call about some neighborhood I drama. I swear, <laughs> I can't say anything because somebody might listen. There's always something going on with me. Yeah, and then I was like, why don't we record tomorrow? The goal is to get this published on Tuesday. So, fingers crossed, y'all. Yeah, get to work. No resting for you. You've got to edit, edit, edit. (laughs) I know. Now now I got to go edit. What did I do? I committed myself to this. I listened to the last two podcasts we did, Podsodes. One thing I noticed, I thought to myself, I sound Mm. so tired. And it's because I am or was. I'm kind of rebounding now but it's literally just been so much work on my house so the friday before i left to go visit my dad my entire basement got painted then i've had more people coming by for estimates i mean it's just been non-stop hey do you know we never went down and looked at your basement i just realized that yeah i know because i asked you and you (laughs) didn't want to well, I meant the next day or something. We, I just totally forgot about it. Well, you'll see it next time. The next time you see it, yeah, next we'll time. be completely done. Like fresh carpet, which is coming up in another week. Yeah. My sink is leaking underneath in the kitchen. I need to get that taken care of this week. So yeah, it's a lot. But oh, so this is kind of funny. When you were here, you were concerned about the heat in my house. You were worried the electric bill. The bill, right. It's fine or whatever. I'm not really worried about that. But I got in my car because you drove my car while you were here. And then I finally get in my car, turned on the heat, and it was 84. And I was like, I've never seen it that high in my car. Oh, my God. I'm a Floridian. It was it was 32 plus wind chill. It was like 25 degrees. I know, but that's why I turned up the heat in the house. And then you're like, I don't need it hot. And then I get in my car and you have it set at 84 freaking degrees. And I was like, good grief. 
It's just kind of funny because you're like, I don't need the heat. And meanwhile, you're like <laughs> blasting 84 degrees in my car. So let's see, what else do I have going yeah. up? Okay, so <laughs> sold a bunch of shit on Craigslist. This is a funny story now. I'm going to tell you this one time that I sold something on Craigslist like years ago. One of the things I registered when I got married was this floor mirror. And you actually purchased that for me as my wedding gift. Right. Okay. It was a crate and barrel floor mirror. It was very nice. But it had one major flaw. It made you look so fat and unattractive. <laughs> I don't know why. We used that mirror for years uh -huh. until one day I was just, F it, I cannot do this because it just puts you in such a bad place. Uh. Like you look in the mirror, there was yeah. literally one time I looked good in the mirror and my husband also was always complaining about how <laughs> bad he looked in the mirror. It's just like- It's like a decade of dysfunction and bad self-esteem because the mirror that Elle purchased. And then I'm like, well, why don't you get rid of it? Well, you bought it for us. I'm like, come on, was it 130 bucks? Whatever. I don't remember, but eventually I just was like, I cannot have this <laughs> mirror anymore. It's beating us up every day, it's showing us we're making us feel like we look like fat slobs. <laughs> so I put it on oh. Craigslist and this girl buys it. Oh. Okay, so I meet her at the Metro. We do this handover. Wow. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I know. What do you do? It's like, what do you do? Like, I mean... <laughs> I get it. I would have curb alerted it, but that's me. That was such a happy day when we got it out of our house. But also, like, I just felt so bad for her. Well, the mirror you have now, you makes you look good because I was in your room. You know, I'm in the process of losing weight. And I'm like, dang, I look good. Yeah, it's actually yeah. a good mirror. That was the one thing when my ex and I were kind of going through, like, what am I going to take? And I honestly left him pretty much the entire house. There was very few things I took. But one of them <laughs> was the mirror. And he said oh yes to everything, but he had pushback on that mirror. <laughs> he wanted to keep it. And I was like, no, I really want this mirror. I picked it you know, the weirdest shit goes down when you're getting divorced. <laughs> Dividing up assets. I've heard so many people tell me, yeah, I mean, the cars, the you know, jewelry, the like the high end stuff, the high ticket items, no problems. It's the little shit that you could easily replace that people are going to blows mm -hmm. over. It's just people are so <laughs> yeah. funny. I feel like a mirror is a hard thing to replace, especially when you find a good one. Yeah, well, I'm glad you held on to that. All right, what else do I got? Man, <laughs> I got so much, but okay, we got some comments left on Podbeaner. As I like to call it. A non-family member or a non-friend? Yeah, a non-family member. Oh, give it to me. By the way, me, baby. I don't know if you told Char, but there's this feature on Spotify. It comes up not on every episode, but on some. I'm noticing now it's like, hey, do you want to leave comments about this episode? Oh, okay. And so, right. Char, you don't have to go to Podbean. It looks like you can now start leaving some comments on that go directly to us on Spotify. This is from Kelly G. So she left two comments here. So, okay, the first one says, okay, sorry, figuring out this comment thing on the app, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Finally able to catch up on the last two episodes, can totally identify with the anxiety and stress that goes along with being busy. So she said, thanks for sharing your stories and your coping. Okay, the next one, I like the new name. 
<laughs> but I am glad I found you guys before you changed your name, LOL. I found your podcast when searching for a conservative podcast after listening to what turned out to be a very liberal podcast that was distasteful and disrespectful. Girl, I don't know if we're going to be much better than that. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Like, I mean, if you want to talk about 30 seconds on that, people liked our name. We definitely got right-leaning people listening. But oh, right. then are we a little disappointing? Why don't you talk about the DeSantis Trump thing? You just make a decision, you go with it. And I feel overall, I feel like it was a good overall movement in the right direction, like where we want to go. Yeah, I think so too. The majority of our podcast right. is not political. Okay, oh. so she continues, hang on. So she says, for the record, your podcast is of course nothing like that. Yours is tasteful and respectful of everyone's <laughs> opinions. Most of your podcasts are also helpful, LOL, and at the <laughs> least, very entertaining, exclamation point. Aww. Looking forward to more. That's cool. I know, Kelly G. Thank you. You know, you kind of go through the, is anybody really listening? Do we just have like 10 listeners, you know, and do people really enjoy this? You hmm. sent me that duo, that middle-aged two women, and they're super popular. Kind of gave me a little encouragement. I mean, they have good banter too. So I could see, all right, well, if they can grow their pod, you're right, we can too. We definitely have our niche. I think we can do this, Em. Two women I sent the clip of is like, they have a podcast that it's all about just complaining. That's probably very popular right. for people. I mean, every week, do you want to hear people complaining? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it should be called the Karen podcast or something. Right, and yeah. I just listened to their clip and I kind of was like, meh. I mean, you think the banter was good. I, I wasn't connecting with it. I wouldn't be a listener personally. Right. What I was trying right, to right, prove right. was like, look, if they can do it, we sure hell can. That's right, girlfriend. So with all that, I'm going to be like, I'm going to complain right now about the worst massage of my life. Yeah, that was like a hoarder's nest. Since I moved and the person that I have been going to for years is so far away right. now, like it would be a serious right. trek. So I'm trying to find somebody local. I found this woman and I thought, you know what? I like the idea of kind of supporting somebody who's like a solopreneur or whatever. It's just her. She's doing massages out of her home. That's fine. I have no issue with that. By the way, she had no pictures online, which now I realize because I sent <laughs> you the photos. So I show up, I'm like, hello, I don't see her. And then this pit bull comes down the <gasps> stairs and I'm like, oh shit, oh, oh shit. shit. Like I started getting nervous. I'm in this dog's territory. I mean, I know she works out of her home, but still like, I don't know. Like, um, Okay, then she finally comes down. And by the way, the pit bull ended up being very sure. calm. And then she goes, would you mind if I let my other dog right. in? And I was just like, um, as long as they're friendly, you know, she's, yes. oh yes. So we head upstairs yeah. and when you first walk in even, it was just filled with stuff on the first level. And right away, there's a smell that hits you. Oh no. Yeah, I couldn't identify no. the smell. Um, oh, <laughs> disgusting. She needs Gwyneth Paltrow's candle, the vagina candle. Ew. I know, it's disgusting. I know, I just, I'm offended by the, it does, it apparently smells like flowers or something. Oh, okay. The audience knows what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. You, Gwyneth Paltrow put out this line of candles. Okay. And one of them was called Vagina. Okay. I was totally disgusted. 
My husband like screenshot it, sent it to me. He's like, oh, should I get this candle? It was like 60 bucks and it was sold out. I was like, that is offensive, disgusting, and vulgar. Why would anybody have a candle that smells like a vagina in their house? It's disgusting. And I was mad about it. It's a gimmick. And whose vagina does it smell like? Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow's. <laughs> Anyways, you can't, you still can't buy it. It's sold out all the freaking time. And then it doesn't smell like the JJ. It just smells like flowers, but it's the name. It's uh, provocative and people freaking chilling out. Well, it's provocative. 60 to yeah. 90 bucks for a stupid soy candle or whatever. Anyways, never mind. Moving on. Soy I can't candle. believe you don't know about that. <laughs> no, I don't. All right, okay. All right, moving on. Moving on. So she's like, okay, so we'll go upstairs. That's where her room is and her table is. Okay, sounds great. So we go up the stairs and it's a very small kind of row type of home. But anyway, we head upstairs and then there's towels on the floor that I guess are laundry. So you have to kind of walk around that. And then Ew. she takes me into this room, which are the pictures that I sent you, which is oh. just filled with stuff there's so much stuff it's in my there. closet it looks like my closet like shit everywhere yeah it was just like there was so much stuff and she didn't have the bed ready and so oh. she was like making it she's like oh. okay well tell me what you like as she's making it and i said oh i like really slow long stroke i want to be relaxed i'm not looking to be energized i just want to be chilled out and relaxed i like a light pressure she said, okay, I'll have to remember that because I'm usually giving people deep tissue. <laughs> That's where they're like getting in there with their elbows. Everything was so chaotic from the whole entrance to towels on the floor as you're trying to get to the room to the room being right. like so crowded with stuff. No. Oh, right. I oh, lay right. down. And so she has this humongous... It's not even a pillow. First she was like, I want you on your back. Okay. Then she comes back and she goes, okay, Jeez. flip over. Okay. And then yeah. she puts this huge, gigantic, it's like the equivalent of four regular pillows tied together. And she stuck okay. that under my ankles. So like my knees oh. were bent at a 45 degree. <laughs> It was the most bizarre. And I was just uh, like, I'm okay with laying my geez. legs flat. Could we possibly do that? She goes, oh, I just want to protect your lower back. So then finally she goes, I can switch it out. So she switches it out for a regular pillow. Jeez. Oh, there's the air purifier in the room and it rattles the entire time. Then she has blinds in the room, except they're completely open. So it's like daylight in there. What in the world? By the way, she got like excellent, excellent reviews. People were like, this is the best massage of my life. I love coming here. It was her friends. She got her friends. At yeah, something. So then you have the playlist, you know, she has like music playing, but it's really loud. And the playlist was all over the place. This is what it went through. It went from like Native American flute to like 18th century piano music, electric guitar, to birds chirping wow. and water flowing, acoustic guitar was Jeez. in there. There was some 80s music that is played in a movie to change scenes. It was the most bizarre playlist. And honestly, I started <laughs> laughing internally. It was just so wacky. Okay, she had me flip four times. And oh usually when I get a massage, you start on your back right. or your front, they have you flip once. What? So she had me flipping four times I flipped over. So I was on my back, I went to my front, then I went to my back, then I went to yeah. my front, then I went to my back. She'd like massage you. 
three times on your back, one, two, three, like three strokes. And then she would like move to your left leg. And then she would move to your right arm and just only do the right <laughs> arm for like a few minutes. And then, okay, flip. At one point I thought, oh, she's gonna do my neck and shoulders because she had me flip over again, right? She literally goes one, two, three, and she was done. It was, she was like, massaging all different parts randomly and every time she'd pull the covers back it wasn't all gentle and then when she was done she tossed the covers over and it was hitting me in the face I'm stressed <laughs> out i need anxiety pill <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard anything remote i don't even know how you could be this bad how can you even be this bad i don't either and she's been doing it since the mid 90s she claims so she has wackadoodles go to her all the wackadoodles go to her must be because it was the most bizarre i did not leave feeling relaxed no. i had to ask her four times to reduce the pressure i was like can you just lower it a step down wow. and then she go okay and then she go right back to <laughs> So at the end, wow, it's it's time to pay. And I'm thinking, damn it, I should be getting paid for this. Right. <sighs> okay. I told you Yikes. it was the worst massage. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. I have just a quick catch up. I mean, it's not much. I just want to tell the audience I was on match for a month and I'm <laughs> off. I pulled the plug. I'm not going to say I'm never going to go back on, but I just had my little, you know, experience with it. I went on a few dates and it kind of turned out the couple guys that were kind of decent just didn't feel comfortable where I was at in my divorce. Like I was not far enough out. And I think it was triggering to them because they've gone through it too, right? And this is just a sensitive time. This weekend, I went to a jazz event on Friday night, met up with a lady that I never met before. She's just a Facebook friend. I saw that she was going. So fun. All these new people that I got to hang out with. 50 plus crowd. And <laughs> I like that age. That's me. I'm 50. I'm almost 50. Next month, I'm 50. Yesterday was an amazing day with my daughter, Audrey. Walked down and got coffee. And then we went to a nice bougie restaurant for dinner. And then we went to the Sack Comedy Club. Sounds like an awesome day. It was like the best day ever. Everything just hits right. Mm -hmm. So it was just a really good weekend. Yeah. And that's it. Got lots of good stuff coming up, but I'm truly trying to work on, first off, getting out of my head because I spent a lot of time in my head and just relaxing, enjoying life because I'm at this point now, you know, doing my affirmations and doing my therapy. I even went on a couple of dates and I'm kind of feeling myself again. Awesome. But I'm kind of redefining where I'm at, you know, what I want to do and where I want to go. And I think basically it sums up that I want to enjoy my freedom. I've had so many people to take care for over the years, and now it's really not a lot going on. And so, like I've said throughout these pods, that I can use this downtime to just kind of focus in and just take a step back and just enjoy life. So everything's good. Awesome. Everything's good. Ding. And by the way, I don't, I don't have five boyfriends. I know I'm gonna like everything I say gets scrutinized. I made a remark earlier on. I'm like, no, I'm not dating five guys. Just try to find what it is that brings me joy. And that's what I'm going to work on. And do this pod with them. Okay. So with all your dating that you're doing. Yes. <laughs> one thing that you and I talked about was how do you flirt? I'm not asking how do you do it, but I'm asking how is it that you are flirting okay. with these people? What is your method? What is the way that you flirt? And typically I think when people think of flirting, it's exclusively you got to touch the person. You're touching their arm. You're like giggling. You're just like, ee, 
and stuff like that. But it turns out there are five ways or five types of flirting styles. Because I kind of had my idea about, even though I'm not present on these dates, but I kind of, in my imagination, I'm like, I bet she does this. But here are the five types. There's actually this test. Apparently it was done by Kansas University or something. KU. I want to say that's Kansas University. Can I ask a question? Show enough. I still don't understand what this topic is. It's like a communication thing. Really? Like, is it literally how you, I mean, I don't even think I'm flirting. Am I flirting? I'm just having a conversation with somebody. I'm not purposely trying to get this guy to like me. That's why I'm kind of lost. And I know I took the quiz, but I don't even remember the quiz. I don't remember what the questions were. How does this help you? How does this help you? I mean, the way I see it is maybe for fun, it's like finding out what your personality type is. And remember, you had mentioned about, oh, this person is this. It's like they're sanguine, melancholy, caloric. Oh, right, right. Their personality. I totally intrigued by personality and communication styles. I feel like it's somewhat like a communication style. Well, yeah, because it's how do you express interest in someone that you're attracted to, right? And I like your personality, it comes naturally. It's not like I'm, okay, now I'm going to do this. It's not like that. In a way, just to diagnose what's your flirting style, what's your personality type. Of course, there's a study on everything. Do you know there was a study on why lesbian women are fat? They spent over a billion (laughs) dollars on that study. Oh my gosh. Uh, That's a very interesting. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. But anyways, I didn't even realize there were flirting styles. Actually, I'm going to learn along as you teach our audience. Um, Okay, I'll sit back. Tap, tap, tap. I'm the sexy school teacher now. Yeah. Ooh, hot teacher. For the, yeah, hot for teacher. The five flirting styles. So this person, Jeffrey Hall, he wrote a book called The Five Flirting Styles. I guess he's like a scientist. He has a PhD. And so he created this very short, golly, the test questions are 30. I answered 30 questions. Yeah, but they're really quick. So an example is... Flirting is just for fun. People don't need to be so serious. So there's a sliding scale of do you strongly disagree to do you strongly agree? Men should pursue women, not the other way around. Do you strongly agree to do you strongly disagree? Those are the types of questions that it asks and that you adjust your sliding scale. So if you read the types, the description of the types, you could probably maybe figure it out, but it is kind of fun sometimes to take a test and see what comes back. Here are the five types. There's physical, traditional, polite, sincere, and playful. I found a website that gives a casual definition of the different types. So the first one, traditional flirting, they label that as old school flirting. It's like, you know, where men make the first move and women take a passive role in the encounter. This can be a little bit of a struggle if you're the woman and you're waiting for the guy to make the first move, which doesn't always happen as quickly as you like. It can be described as being conservative and withdrawn. That's a boring date, dude. (laughs) Pass. Watch out for signs of traditional flirting, such as initiating deep conversations, getting bored with small talk. I hate small talk. Ah, small talk. Being introverted and taking longer to make a move. Yeah, forget it. You're out. Next. I'm not waiting around. I feel like this fits our personalities or whatever. We'll tell you what our results are. But the second type, playful flirting. 
People who are playful flirting yeah, love spending that? their time innocently flirting with people without the desire for a serious okay. relationship. This is something I would definitely would be like, that's you. Yeah. I know you don't think of yourself as a flirt, but I think you are. I think I am because since you even brought this up, I guess I took the test. It's been in the back of my brain. Uh -huh. So, like, when I went to the thing on Friday, I got a lot of attention because the woman I was with. The woman I was with was super popular. Like, everybody knew her. Like, literally, guys were, like, falling over themselves. She's, like, 63, uh, mind you, but she was gorgeous. And this guy ran up to us and I was like, remember when I delivered furniture to you 30 years ago? I'm not lying. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And so then I started talking to people. I was then checked mm. into how I was doing it. Well, it says you see this most often in parties, bars, casual settings. Yeah, normal to flirt around uh -huh. without the intention of a relationship. It's very light and fun. It's different. It's better. I was meeting people organically off online. And it's how I've always done it in the past because I've been married. I've been married before there was internet. <laughs> I haven't dated since there's been internet. That's insane. So I did the online thing. It's just so, it's structured that I want a serious relationship. I want to get married next week or I want to go on lots of dates. Right. That's not where I am emotionally, you know? So meeting people out at an event is much better because there's no pressure. There's no like, all right, when are we going out? No, I, I'm like talking to you right now. I may, I'll probably never see you again. I'm just chatting, having a light conversation like a fun conversation so you're kind of teasing people you're using charms yeah. or they say games to develop some sexual tension you're having light and casual conversations type number three physical flirting this is kind of what i suspected of you and why i asked you oh when you're out are you like touching their arm are you when i took this test it was before this event on friday i noticed i was I didn't think I didn't even realize I was doing it. Em. And you're like, I think you're, yeah. you're yep. like, I think you're doing it. And you don't even know it. I'm like, no, I don't touch anybody. And then I noticed it was natural. I just touched their arm a lot. Which is kind of interesting because physical touch is not a love language for you. No. But I think you probably only do it to men. The woman I was with was super physical touch. She was so cute. She kept hugging each other and taking pictures. And But yeah, I'm not flirting with her. Yeah, but you and I are not doing that. When we're together, we don't even touch each other. Like <laughs> No. Yeah, no. So no. she's probably really big into physical touch. But what I guess what I'm saying is when it comes to you interacting with a woman, you're not... You only did that with her because she was doing it to you. But right. if you're out, you're not doing that to other women. You're no. going to do that, though, to men. Yeah. Physical touch flirting is pretty much self-explanatory. You are breaking that touch barrier where you right. are leaning up against them, rubbing up against them, touching their arm, caressing them. Right. That sort of thing. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that sounds a lot. I don't feel like I'm doing all that. I guarantee you're doing that. I bet you are, like, <laughs> touching and rubbing their arms. I bet you are doing all oh that shit. Oh, my God. Em. All right. When we go out, we're going to go out. Dude, I don't think I was – I don't think I'm doing that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not in a, too much of a huge setting, but if you're on a one-on-one -on -one date, yeah. I'm like, I totally bet she is. I don't think so. I am not. Those those match dates? Like putting your hand on his knee and stuff like that? No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Not like that. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's two. Okay. If you're out on a structured, organized, one-on-one -on -one date, I've never met you before. No, I'm not doing all that. 
Now at the event Friday, we're drinking, everybody's dancing, everybody's running around, everybody's like taking pictures, maybe more in that setting. But I think it depends on the setting. For sure, it depends on the setting. I'm not like at some nice restaurant, just met this guy and I'm like in his lap, playing <laughs> with his hair. I mean, no, <laughs> my God. Not okay. like giving a lap, yeah. No, but <laughs> no. <laughs> like, oh my God. What I'm imagining is you're probably touching his <laughs> hand across the table or leaning into him if you're sitting next to him. Or I was talking to a friend, a guy. He's just totally a friend. He's in the boonies right now. He's living in the woods. And there's total rednecks that live around him. And there's only totally Jerry Springer. But he went over to this lady's house and she invited him over. And his, her boyfriend was standing there and she grabbed his junk. Whoa. And he's like, I got to get out of this. I mean, it's like super hick, super redneck. Anyways, it's just that, that's physical touch. That's <laughs> physical touch. That's for <laughs> sure. There would never be any, I don't know, feelings. You would immediately know. The fourth type is called sincere, sincere flirting. Apparently it's pretty common. They claim it's the most common I'm kind of surprised with that, but it's about being direct and honest with how you feel. The goal is to build an emotional connection by getting to know the person you're interested in. Right. You're trying to get to know them. You're asking, yeah, I, you know me, I'm TMI. I'm trying to be less TMI. Yeah. So there's some sincere talk going on. A hundred thousand percent. Uh-huh. So they say it's similar to traditional. It focuses on emotional connections, but apparently it's not conservative at all. Maybe you'll ask them what book they're reading or what music they like. Also can be, you know, just as a friend, you're asking kind of those questions. That's so friggin' ass boring. I don't talk <laughs> about books. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Like, what do I talk well, we talk about politics. Well, well, okay. In this setting I was in, I keep going right back to this last weekend because it was like literally 48 hours ago and it's fresh on my mind. So it was really a crowd full of right-leaning people. And so it was a lot of that, that kind of discussion. Okay. Well, that makes sense because- yeah. Like-minded people. Right. When you're talking to someone, what are some things that you ask about them to get to know about them? Just their life story. <laughs> you say, literally, tell me your life story. Uh-huh. I say, hey, in five minutes, tell me your story. Like, where you've come from, where you've been, what are you up to? And it leaves it really open-ended. And they go, oh. It tells me kind of generally who they are or gives me a foundation. And honestly, I ask that of women, too. I'm trying to think if somebody said, hey, tell me your life story in five minutes. I'd be like, dude, I can't. I don't think I could synopsis it in five minutes. I don't know. Right. And there's certain things you want to talk about and not talk about. And, you know, people like to ask you what your hobbies are. That seems to be a popular question. So what do you do for fun? I get that all the time. And then it's always when you're chatting. Oh, what are you up to this weekend? So he kind of gives you a sense. Like last weekend, I was like literally laying on my bed and watching Netflix, sleeping. Like I'm not doing anything. I feel like for me, when I'm trying to start a conversation or, you know, engage someone, I kind of maybe, well, it kind of depends. But I'm thinking, for example, if it's around the holidays, right? And then I'll say, hey, are you guys watching the christmas movies or whatever i have 179 i'm gonna watch that would be a i know but <laughs> guess what when i was asking that like hey are you guys really in the holiday spirit or whatever are you getting into the holiday spirit and then i'll be like yeah i totally i have too many christmas <laughs> movies recorded you know and then i find out 
that somebody else really likes them. But anyway, the last type is type number five, which is called polite flirting. It says it's possibly the hardest type of flirting to pinpoint if the person is flirting because it's so polite. It's easy to ignore their flirting as it's very subtle and it can seem very stiff to others who don't share this type of flirting. It's well-mannered. They won't use touch. They'll always give you enough personal space and will subtly compliment you. It's a tough one to spot, it says. It can seem very shy. So you're probably not even thinking they like you. That's how I would probably interpret that. Yeah. And they might like you, but you don't even know they like you because they're being so reserved. Right. And it's interesting. Is it like the love languages in that you like what you'd give? The style you are, you that's a style you like back. Whew, I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like I need need someone who's a little more aggressive and they're flirting maybe this is more psychological on my end I don't think anyone's flirting with me yeah that's something going on there something going on there so whatever they do or say I'm not reading as flirting again psychological on my end interesting maybe that's preventing you from connecting with people there's something it's in that family you've gone on a lot of dates I'm like surprised you haven't found anybody that you can connect with. I don't know if it's a personality thing or what. My brain, it's all our, what's going on up in your head. It's almost like I am looking for something to connect with and I will find something. And I don't know if that's super healthy, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe not in a relationship, but when you're trying to make relationships in general, that's your goal. I think my brain has been trained to find something in someone I like. That's more of finding a commonality. I would not put that on the level of a question mark of whether they're flirting with you. All right. Because I do the same. You want to find commonality. My last date was at a coffee shop. I got there before him. I got us a table. And then there was this woman that had her dog in there sitting next to me, paying attention to the dog right before he sat down and complimenting the woman like he's such a good boy you know what a cute little dog you have whatever right 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 right. so then when he sat down at the table I was like while I was waiting for you I made friends with this really cute dog next to me you know (laughs) stuff like that and then he's like oh I love dogs that's building commonality but what I'm talking about is more of which I'm not trying to find where we're not aligned that's not my goal at all I want to have a good time if I'm just looking for all their flaws that's not how it That's not my approach at all. Okay, if you say, why haven't you made a connection with any? I just haven't. And I'm very picky about who I'm attracted to in a way can't help it. I'm not attracted to every man I come across or most men I come across. Very selective or whatever and who I find either physically attractive or mentally stimulating or whatever. But if I'm going on this coffee date, I still want to have a fun time. I still want to find commonalities, that sort of thing. Connection and chemistry, I think, are different. Now, then you add in this level of what's your flirting style? And so I thought Mm -hmm. my flirting style, I actually Mm -hmm. think it kind of came back correct for me and for you as well. I think my biggest hurdle is thinking that no one is flirting with me. (laughs) I literally feel like I cannot recognize it. I need a third party to tell me this person's flirting with you. If you are not extremely direct and saying, I like you and I want to date you. I'm attracted to you. And nobody says that. Really. I mean, I don't know. Not like that. I guess they're not interested. In this flirting scenario, 
picking up on their cues will help you kind of respond and like. And if you're not picking up on those cues, you're probably not going to give anything to him to help. It's like this vicious cycle. Right. You can tell either you're having a good conversation or you can feel a little bit of chemistry or you're just curious or you're just enjoying the conversation. And honestly, that's what I feel like I'm doing. I don't think I'm conscious. It's just like, oh, he's cute. I want to talk to this guy. I want to like make him like me. It is interesting when you talk about different styles of flirting towards me because there's certain ones I respond to better than others. I want you to have some game. Like you said, (laughs) I want some like little bit of compliments because I like compliments. Physical touch probably won't work on me at first. I have to get to know you first before you start putting your hands on me. Okay, so let's give our results though. Okay. Because that's kind of interesting you say that. So uh, mine came back with... (laughs) Zero to 10% physical, no duh. I do not touch anybody, even though physical touch is a love language of mine. You don't get that. When you say zero to 10%, is this out of a 100% scale? Yes, but it's not not like, oh, well, you're 50, 40, and 10. It doesn't break it down like that. It's kind of odd. It's like you're zero to 10 for physical. Then you go to traditional, I'm like 80% to 90%. Okay, so what's zero to 10 mean? You're like in the 10%? Like none. Okay. Like I don't physical for all right, at all, got it. which I okay. knew. All okay. Right. Then there's polite, 80 to 90%, and then sincere, 70, 80, and playful, zero to 10% again. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not giving off any. Yeah, the ones who apparently are the most successful are the people that do a lot of physical and playful flirting. But here I am with traditional, polite, and sincere. <laughs> If I like a guy and he touches me, like I like it. You kind of are saying you don't like it, even though your results yeah. came back with 90 to 100% physical. <laughs> <laughs> you are freaking all over them. Oh my God. Traditional 20 to 30%, polite 40 to 50, uh, sincere 90 to 100, right. which yeah. again, I feel like this really fits actually you and then playful 70 to 80 percent i feel like that really that makes sense it does make sense makes sense right yeah when you tell me some of these reactions that guys have or their actions on the date well this makes sense to me the first one i was freaked out and he was actually looks like a saint i had one that was like ready to go to town like i'm like (laughs) dude back off yeah but your signals and your flirting i think was right i mean i think that i well first off if i'm honest we met up at 10 o'clock at a bar oh okay <laughs> and he was That's super cute sick. and he was super cute i was like oh my gosh you're so cute <laughs> Dude, that's the playful. And then we were sitting in the bar stools facing each other and our knees were kind of like. There's your physical. Yeah. And then he had these big buff muscular arms. So I was like, oh my gosh, you're so. Of course, ask you like, are you tight? You're like, no, I'm not. I'm like, dude, you totally are. (laughs) And so I'm like, whatever. We're like drinking, have a good time. And then it's time to go. And he's like, can I walk you to our car? I'm like, sure like pushes me against the car and like starts making out yo back off and then i had to text him the next day i'm like i'm sorry i'm not looking for that you know (laughs) anyways that's the only one that was like that the rest of them are totally normal standard like sincere and polite 
Well, that one guy tried to hold your hand, which I thought was kind of... No, that was the first yeah. one. Right. So we were not physical touch. I mean, we hugged initially and... Mm, I think you were like complimenting his body. Weren't you saying like stuff like that? But nobody comes out and says, oh, you're so attractive. <laughs> I do. I'm like right out. I'm like, I'm like, wow, you're right. really good looking. There you go. Did you talk about his body? Yeah, I think I did. I said, wow, you're really... Is it genetics or do you like work out? <laughs> I mean, that, to me, that's like a normal conversation, though. Am I weird? <laughs> Audience, help me out. Am I like the total Dude. like skank? I don't even know. Honestly, that's uh, okay. That's so funny. You need to go on a date with me and just be on the like not on the date. I do. I need to <laughs> be in the corner of the room, videoing you and watching the whole interaction and taking notes. Because I'm like, I don't touch them. I don't flirt. I don't. And then I'm like, okay, well, I did do this, and I did. A hundred percent, you do. I know you do. You just didn't realize. <laughs> no, it. I didn't realize it. I wasn't even aware of it until. Yeah. Dude, I'm learning so much about myself on this freaking pod. It's hysterical. Yeah. See? <laughs> I think my takeaway is I need, or maybe not need, I would like to start working on other ways of flirting besides just kind of sitting back, having deep convos. Being reserved. Being reserved. Being yeah. so reserved. Right. It's okay if I show a little more interest that is a little more physical, yeah. right? The funny thing is, is once that barrier is crossed, then I'm very physical and I'm very playful. That's the irony yeah. of it. It's not like I stay in my zone. This is all within the first, you know, few dates, right? Until maybe more, right. but I need to know where they are so that it's a safe zone for me right. and then i will be all over you i'll be climbing you like a tree i'll be <laughs> i will be you know very playful but that's the main thing for me until then it's going to be reserved and i need to get to know you yeah i mean but that sounds like appropriate and maybe i'm being and i'm just being myself i am not a skank i am just being <laughs> As you can tell in my conversation, I'm like this. I'm like, your pebbles. Guys like that. I don't know. I have no problem finding connection. It's just easy. But I also do that with women in that, like, I engage a conversation if I feel like it. I was getting her nails done. I went into the coffee shop and there was these two women. So I'm like, can I sit there? And they're having a conversation. And I'm like, I sorry, I got to make a comment because it was political. It was on politics. And so we started yeah. talking and then we like hung out for an hour. We're like best friends when I was leaving. But that's fun. I just don't want the audience to think, God, L. Maybe it's because it's all this pent up sexual frustration for 25 years. <laughs> It's like, come on out, girlfriend. Let's go. I'm a bubbly, outgoing person. I kind of overshare, and I, I don't have barriers up. If I think you're cute, you're going to know it. There's no holding back. When I am attracted and interested in someone, not that I'm going to alter this for every guy I meet, is that I will try to be a little bit more physical in touching okay. and a little more playful and add that yeah. to my repertoire for you, what do you think you'll do knowing all this now? I think I'm just gonna be more aware. Just more because aware, yeah. I came home and I was complaining about that guy that was all over me. But now that I recant the date, mm -hmm. I can see how I was giving off mixed signals. I think yeah. I'll be more mindful of how I am and I'll understand the results better. Because sometimes I do one thing and say another if I am with a guy or talking to a guy, I'll better understand things. I don't really know him. I think it's just interesting. 
I just gotta be me. I cannot not be me. Okay, but be you, but now you're more aware. Yes, I am. Right? right. So that when an interaction happens, you're not left bewildered like you right. were. And you're like, why are they doing right. this? Right, because the first guy, I mean, poor guy. Yeah, I was taken back. Whoa, what? what slow your roll. <laughs> like, what the heck? But if I'm like, oh, you're so handsome and you're so strong and you're so good looking. And yeah, what do you expect? I don't really think that's yeah. what I was doing, but maybe I was. So maybe now I'll just be more aware <laughs> More self-awareness. Self-aware is good. Yeah. (laughs) We'll include a link in the show notes to the test that we took. This is the official one. By the way, there's a bunch online that were like, hey, find your flirting style. But this is the one that is that by, I guess, University of Kansas, even though it's called KU. I don't know. Whatever. KU by this guy. He wrote a book, The Five Flirting Styles, and take it and find out what your flirting style is. Just, uh, you may already know, but if you're not, try and take it and see what you come back with. If you've been married 25 years, like, what flirting style? It's like, can you do the dishes? Can you stop being annoying? Like, that's that's the flirting style. I hope that's not people's flirting style. I know. I think you should still flirt in marriage. Well, you should. Absolutely. I felt like I was like a 14-year-old boy at Aww. times because I'd be like, hey. <laughs> It's like when somebody yeah. makes a statement and you're like, hey, 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 and then you come back with, that's what she said. Stuff yeah, like that. Right. That's what I want in my, in the next committed relationship mm-hmm. is I would like flirting to carry on for, cause I didn't have that in my first marriage. So I would like that. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. So this was fun. Good topic, Em. I kind of <laughs> like when you are not prepared. I do a lot better. Yeah, weirdly. I have no notes. I know nothing. I rolled out of a nap. I'm like, can we bump this? Because I'm asleep. He's like, I bet you're tired from all my partying. Like, I'm not. I'm being a good girl. When you get all excited about one of our topics, I don't know why. Just they're not my favorite episodes. But when right. you're not prepared, you're just kind of going with I it. Know. I think it goes like better. Right. And me too. And I think it works for me because as we know, I don't like homework. I can't remember shit. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I just literally want to plug in the mic. They did a brain study on me or the, it's like an EKG, but for okay. your brain. And I'll get the results back soon. I'll be like, she has no brain cells left. <laughs> That's it. Peace out, everybody. Thank you, Kelly G, for the comments. And get your flirt on. Okay. Okay. Have a great day.